Are you ready to park and bark? My name is Rafi. Have you bought your tickets to Rigatone Brunch? Link in bio. Oh, I'm Nunu Paris. And we are the most shameless promoters of DC, Rafi and Nunu. Wait, don't do a podcast. We're, we're happy to be back. Yeah, you know, we didn't realize, um, actually, just moments before this, I was like, you know, Rafi, you've been neglecting our numbers. Look at our numbers, look at our numbers. People have been listening, and so many episodes shot to the top of the charts. Um, <laughs> no, um, but we still have been, you know, getting thousands of downloads and, and views uh, while we haven't posted in like a two months or, or so. Um, so are you excited to be back? Uh, are we back or are we just catching up with the folks? Is this season seven? No. <laughs> yeah. we, we'll have, we need a production team if we have a seven in front of our season. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, we're going to be 6.5 for a while. Nine. Nine is the, is the holy number. Right? No, seven. It's like seven is like the larger number. Right? Um, yeah, according to math. But we really want to thank the people who reached out to us who gently nudged us and said, are you also on a podcast? The shade, the shade was taken, and I received the shade, and now we're here. We're working on a holiday. It's July 4th. Um, hopefully, it'll be July 7th when this podcast comes out. Because Yeah, we have been uh, working with different audio management teams over the past seasons. So, you know, this one we've had this season has been a little shaky. But we are looking at um, a more secure one. A more secure one. Are you excited? Um, if anyone wants to help out, please reach out in our DMs. Reach WDDIPodcast.gmail.com. Right. Don't don't react to our stories with those emojis. Get in our inbox with something something I can use. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, we're excited because podcasting is is who we are at our core. Um, we started. In you know a little room podcasting, and now we we host events, we um, host events, and we post content. Um, what have you been up to through this break? Why did why did you take this break? <laughs> um, by break, I we want to let people know that he means pride, <laughs> which is not a break. It's actually uh, we. When's stopped- the last time we posted an episode? <laughs> Um, I would have to check with their audio management team. <laughs> so, Charlie, so go ahead. <laughs> I, guess, I guess the audio management team is the MacBook Siri. Hey, Siri, how many episodes? Uh, how, what was the last episode that we did? Um, no, but for real, you, you know, pride for queer people, for drag entertainers, for people who um, influence, who pretty much engage in pride is, is kind of hell. And it's so fun that people around the world get to be seen and, and heard and families and straight people get to be allies. But if you are working pride, as you know, it is hell. We are exhausted and really just became, we got busy. I think once it got to like the last weekend of April, I know for me personally, I haven't had a weekend off. Like I just keep doing events or going places or doing events at those places. So I haven't really stopped in um, over two months. So mm. th- that, that's that's my reasoning. And y- yours is similar, I'm sure. Um, I have to. I feel like we were on a consistent recording schedule and then my a part-time job took over my life for there for a second. And now I'm starting to have some more flexibility in that schedule and now we have more opportunities elsewhere. So now we have opportunity to record a little bit more. I've always been trying to talk to y'all, all all right? I love this podcast. That's shame. What? I want people to see your your beautiful 
So I look like shit before this moment, is what you're saying. Um, I could look better, but we all could look better. You were saying about loving your part-time job? Um, no, I just I just forgot now. Now that I look like shit. <laughs> What's the point of going on? Oh my god, oh, fragile egos. That's really what our topic <laughs> our topic is. And then yeah, so you've obviously had a different schedule change, and then you know we reached. 11,000 followers, people loved your videos, and they believed in your idea of reggaeton brunch so much, they gave you a residency at El Rey, U Street. How does that feel? Um, I feel like, well, I feel like it's been a very overwhelming process, it's been exciting, but it's also just been a learning curve, definitely, uh, I love creating events, I love curating spaces, it's been a huge um, blessing to be able to like encounter and like just to like have the people that come to these events be be people that come, that follow the podcast and it just shows that we attract people with good vibes. We don't really attract people that are just like annoying. I noticed that like I'm really happy with what the energy we attract. Yeah, me too, honestly. And I say that genuinely. You know, I as a drag queen, I've had so many like you know views and goals and you know how I planned this career to be obviously I didn't plan to be a drag queen so it's kind of making them on the fly and I don't know if you remember I used to say you know I would never perform I'm mean, the first time I perform is gonna be on drag race mm-hmm. it's gonna be on a TV that was the show. inspiration at one point um and then of course we quickly realized that I did not have the talent the skills nor most importantly the finances no I think you have the talent the skills, talent skills are two different things. Two different things. Yeah, and finances is what really takes you to the top. You know Mistress Isabel Brooks. You have good credit. Um, but you know she spent $100,000 on her drag race package? Mistress Isabel Brooks. $100,000? And 40 of it was on the finale. $100,000? That's yeah. wild. That's crazy. I, I know. So, you know, <coughs> good credit is one thing, but $100,000 is another thing. We got a rich husband. I guess it's another thing entirely. I feel like you have to buy your way to the top. Anyway, I don't know how we got there. I like to say, I used to say I would never perform. And, you know, luckily when we get to do our events that, you know, I co-create with Rafi. Um, <laughs> I'm in every meeting too. Okay. No, uh, you're a huge essential part of the spreadsheets and taking. <laughs> Um, has allowed <laughs> those wristbands are hard to put on. Let me tell you, they are. <laughs> they are. If I had nails, Dude. I thought I wear nails. Those <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't have nails because she has to hold the bike. <laughs> it's hard to hold the bike with us. But because we get to curate our own events, you know, it allows me to perform in a safe space, a comfortable space, and I can do it during the daytime because y'all bitches like do too much stuff at night. Not every show got to start at one. Not no. every show got to start. At twelve, no, not at all. like we we can just do things during the daytime. So I love it because it gives me a space to perform, to engage in a different culture. Um, but also, like you said, I see people who like actually know us, who want to be there. You know, it's nice to be at events and we're hugging people and we're laughing. And we're glad they're there, and um, I, I it's no other place like it. And that's what people tell us. So thank you also mm-hmm. just for coming. Thank you for taking pictures with us, interviewing with us, buying us. 
drinks. Um, I don't. That I, we, we and you know we would say thank you, but we don't remember who buys these drinks. Cause I I want to say that I don't drink. Um, shout out to my sober people. I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. It's a lie, y'all. It's a lie. It's a lie now. It's definitely a lie. Shout out to my silver people because um, <laughs> y'all are in my head. Y'all are raw dog in life. That's true. That's true. This was not. She cannot relate, but she's been blacked out at both of those. No, no. So I don't drink usually, right? And I really don't drink. Like, there's no alcohol in my house or anything like that. But when I, somehow when I get dressed up like this and I put on a killer performance. <laughs> <laughs> Show stopping, show stopping. Did I say killer? You're murdering the house, parking that bark hey, Because who who else could serve a hundred dollar performance? Oh my gosh! Um, but yeah, people, and that's again broke back to the vibes. People come up immediately after. So you know, if you've been to Raytown Brunch, let me explain. Yeah, paint the picture. What is it like? So at twelve o'clock, like, you this whole are, episode is to promote Raytown Brunch. No, it really isn't. But we're gonna talk about it because it's a big part of our lives now. I'm sure. I, I'm sure Dudu <laughs> will edit the parts that don't need to be said. Dudu, our audio management team. Um, to to break down Raytown Brunch at twelve o'clock, you're gonna arrive on time. Mm-hmm. Um, please arrive between 12 and 12.30 because that is the best time to get your seats, to be out in the sun, to go ahead and order those drinks and that food. Cause not I, out in the sun. <laughs> We're not trying to cook people. No, but I like that it's sunlight. I perform in, in outside. In my head, I'm like an outside performer, right? Like I'm in the in the mix. So, you know, we're going to open that roof up, get your seat. Um, and then when you come in, you're going to see me. You're going to see a beautiful woman mm-hmm. who greets you, who scans your ticket, who gives you wristbands. Stickers, too. Um, there will be a person there also who's a male who says, don't take the stickers unless you're premium. <laughs> I don't say that because I'm cool. <laughs> but he's, he's in charge. I <laughs> uh, no, but for real. You'll see both of us at the door. We'll give you your stickers, give you your wristband, find your seat. And around 1 o'clock, we're going to do a toast. We're going to say, thank you for mm-hmm. being here. Let's get this party started. And, and of course, during this whole time, we're going to have... Dude's already been drinking. <laughs> no, I am sober. Let me tell you, I stay sober the whole event. Because there's a lot to manage. You know, we have people in the back room. We got food. Yes. We got people coming at all times. But we're also going to have amazing music. We always have a DJ with a playlist. Rappy makes this amazing playlist. And you might hear some songs from it. Depending on the Wi-Fi. Actually, depending on the DJ. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. There's going to be amazing music regardless. Um... And while we get to one o'clock on our toast, a performance begins. Um, sometimes we perform, but regardless, we have two or more just iconic DC DMV based artists. And I say artists because it's not always just drag between Carlos Cello, who has been shutting the house down with his mm. reggaeton cello playing um, and stripping. Mm. <laughs> Chippendale. Yeah, we got strippers too. Magic Miking. Want some more, honey? Um, or drag kings and drag queens who drag dames or dames who come and show us uh, what they're what they're made of in, in a fun exciting way. Um, by the time we get to the end of our conga line around two thirty, we're partying, we're having a good fun time, and then 
after we do the show, people start buying us drinks because we do not eat or like drink. Raffi ate last time, and uh, I made it to eight o'clock. Yes, I made it home safely. Yeah, because yeah. you ate. I did not. I, I didn't eat both times. I didn't make it each times. I make it about four every time. Four thirty. I, I could get there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was sitting on the toilet by four thirty. Oh my gosh! Which, These are just lies. Cue the lies, videotape right lies, here. There's a lies, video right lies. here. Oh my god! The video is sink. It's sink. <laughs> um. People come up to us and buy us drinks yeah. and shots. And I appreciate for y'all buying shots because, like, I've never, like, looked at a stranger and be like, I'm going to buy you a shot. I don't care what you look like. You feel me? No, I tell you why people drinks. Okay, I'm not that kind of person. I'm not that no, fine. Uh, but can also don't drink. Like I said, added to my point. But then if people offer me a drink, like, I'm going to have fun. I don't time. drink. I don't buy people drinks. I don't drink. I don't drink. If you buy my- me a drink, I drink. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a fun <laughs> phenomenon. You know what? I, I think new Paris drinks. I think my alter ego drinks. It's a prostitute. It's an escort. But I also don't you like to be pay for of. drinks. Yeah, you like to be taken care and of. And since I've started drag, I haven't really paid for drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just not something I do. However, the last time, I asked for one margarita. And the and, guy gave and, me and a picture. It, and she put it between her legs. And I had to carry a picture in glasses all around looking for people to give it to for hours. In no, addition to the shot. You were carrying it around. You were swinging it around. There's Literally. A like, uh, uh. It's really hard. Um, but people gave us drinks. People were passing around blunts. I don't know if that was allowed in Elroy, but we was always. <laughs> um, and I'd be really, you just get so tore up so quickly. So all that to say, eat. Eat your food, but you're having a good time because I always be dancing, partying, conga-ing, and it's just such a vibe all the time, which mm-hmm. is the song I'm doing next. Um, yeah, for sure. What's your favorite part about performing with me during Radio Tone Brunch? Um, never knowing where you are on the stage. It's, it's good because that just gives me uh, the calmness that you're handling your business. I you're feel, handling, I feel like it's so likewise. I'm like, oh my gosh, Rafi is not doing what we planned. No, no. That's always how I feel. Like I, I, I mind you, y'all. I provide a dance studio for him to record practice in. Mama, and I was like, Mama. all right, come I, on, I hit my come marks. On. I, I hit my marks. I hit my marks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hit my marks. Uh, I, I feel like our performances are more like lip syncs for our lives. <laughs> We're both trying to compete against each other. First of all, I am trying to just, just literally put on a show. I think new new. Um, <laughs> says dance boy dance <laughs> I will say I want to get into the intricacies of being a performer like I, I, I don't want to like break the fourth wall or anything but like to actually be in it y'all is kind of like a fun behind the scenes right like it's changed so much in the year before we like really started hosting events on our own like participating and hosting it is just two different worlds um, I would much rather I guess like have more consistent gigs that I just have to show up and I guess host. And yeah, carry, because it's easier to show up and just be like, okay, let me do my number and leave versus like doing the whole thing the whole time. It is, it is rewarding because we've had so much fun. We learned so much. Mm. But like, it is tiring. We, and we really do it because we love it so much and we love you all so much because we do do rehearsals late at night. We are together all the time. We are... Um, I mean, as much as we could, you know. And then I want to talk about this because again, I'm I'm still not you know the most seasoned performer. Collecting tips is fun and I love it, but it's also like distracting because you'll be like, I need to perform, and we'll come up with these like marks, but then I'm like, there's money. 
I don't have those issues. I want you to know. I don't have this issue because I told Nunu this is where you're going to collect tips and this is where I'm going to collect tips. Nunu, again, blacks out and is, I don't know if it's the drugs or it's, it's the, the makeup <laughs> or the wig. Because it's the like... It's the heels? Like, the heels. The altitude sickness? The- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Nunu uh, does uh, just do her own thing on the, on the stand every time. It is right. Really uh, but I was hitting my mark. I will say this last time I did not hit my mark at one point I and then you caught it. But then I caught it and I, and I caught up to you. But Nunu, <laughs> she said, Dirt Dance Boy. I dance. like that we're like doing this com- comparison. Like, we're going to do two, we're going to do two aggravated brunches at this point, y'all. So there's uh, really nothing to compare. But by the third one, we'll definitely be insane. Because we're going to be doing kind of a body by the third <laughs> So our favorite thing to do is we're very campy, very sticky, you know, and we like to do a pattern, a theme. And I wonder if people have noticed, but every time we've decided we're going to start off with like a same pattern, it's going to be a Disney song, some Disney song. Some slow Disney song, drama. And then there's going to be some transition, and then we're going to do a fun song. And- Raffy dances, <laughs> and new points, <laughs> and collects the tips. <laughs> And says, I need one, I need one. No, <laughs> no, you. It's really fun. And I, and, I, and I think it's uniquely us. And I think, you know, everyone has their signature, you know, if you're... if you're Nunu's cool. signature move is a pretty girl bop. It's just vibing. It's just like... <laughs> it's just... It is. I'm going to give more, y'all. Next next time, you're going to see me just Brittany jumping Fears. off the balcony. Well, let's also make this a casting call. Um, I want to make this... Yeah. for Because we want to cast Latino artists all around the DMV. And finding professional performers is quite hard to come by. So if you are a performer that wants to give it their all, wants to perform, we can guarantee you that if you perform at Reggaeton Brunch, you will have so much content because people will record you and then share your videos on group chats. There's a pro- and there's also benefits. It's a fun vibe. Everybody that's um, been a part of it, shout out to Dior Couture, Labiana, Carlos Cello, Dirty Sanchez, um, me. Of course, um, right. Um, they, everyone has said the same thing. The people are nice. It's so fun to be there, and I think that's just how how we cultivate it. But um, I'm excited to see more talent, and because it's a showcase, people don't realize that this is also a showcase, a showcase of art, especially celebrating of Latino culture um, that we don't we don't get. We don't have a space. Mm-hmm. You know, there's drag brunches, and you know the girls do the same thing. Blah blah blah. And there's no shade because that's what you like. That's what you like. But, like, we want to see different art. We want to see a different vibe. And because people have stories to tell. There's so much music that we don't get access. Mm-hmm. Like, no one wants to hear Dua Lipa every time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just, it, there's so much more. But you will have Carnival de Barrio every time. That is true. Yes, 100%. Granted, you know, the only reason I did it last time is because it was requested um, by uh, an amazing, amazing person. Amazing person. So, we, we like to also listen to you and... You know. And if one more person wants us to do it, we'll do it again. If someone messages about Carnival Rio, I'll do it one more time. <laughs> this month. <laughs> this month. This month. Uh, but again, July 15th, July 29th, go ahead and get your tickets. Thank you to those who already bought tickets. Um, but in addition to Reggaeton Brunch, we did so much in June. Because yeah. the first Reggaeton Brunch was on my birthday, mm-hmm. um, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. Really, really fun. How old did you turn? Um. Oh yeah, it's fifteen. 
Okay. Yeah. Close. Close. <laughs> Close. Almost halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> you got to double it, subtract uh, some things. This is not Colleen Ballinger, okay? I don't have uh, oh my 15 God. years on my group I was going to go something else, but I'm going to talk there. Colleen Ballinger. I, why did I have my little ukulele or the toxic you gossip do, train? You do have a ukulele. It's so iconic. Um, how do I feel about it? Obviously, you know, I was never a Miranda Sings girl. You know, a white woman with smeared clown red lips was not for me at the time. But for some of y'all, whatever. For some of y'all of the... She reminded me of, who was that white kid? Fred. Fred. Yeah, exactly. You already oh. know. You already know. First of all, I do appreciate character... I mean, I relate to that kind of genre because I feel like I sometimes do character artists. I feel like I do characters. I had some not hide behind characters. Are the characters in the room? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, but I feel like yeah, no. I feel like I, I'm I'm known for some of my characters for sure. So what does it mean to be a part of the toxic gossip train? Because we've seen some some toxic gossip trains here in our DC drag community. Um, again, toxic toxicity follows toxicity. So I feel like I've stayed out of biz. I've stayed out of people's biz. I feel like I. I mean, I definitely stir the pot, but I always have reasoning with what I say, and I always say it in a humorous way. So that could, I think kind of lowers me under the radar. And also, I also think that I have the benefit of being a Latino brown man. So the things that I say sometimes kind of go overlooked um, until you know people really do then care what I have to say, but. I feel like most of the time I haven't had bad energy given back to me because I don't give bad energy out there. Okay. Put on a show. Put on a show for the people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you better have. Let's go. I, I, it's weird because it feels like you just like copy what I was going to say. No, that's exactly Because right. like, you know how like I don't have toxicity in my life because I don't put bad energy out there. I'm saying for the platform, I don't use my platform for... Reason I don't I don't talk sh- I don't I don't I'm not mean I'm not a mean oh yeah guy. we're like super nice that's also like something. I have great energy I have the smile effect where I'm always kind of smiling kind of always smiling because I don't want or if you have sunglasses on it's easier yeah because first of all it's sunny out there and I have sensitive eyes you can't have sensitive eyes you have brown eyes that is so racist <sighs> and ableist it's not genetically proven. I have sensitive eyes I Since really when? do. I don't know, but I, sometimes I really I struggle with bright sun and stuff like that. So you have sensitive eyes mm-hmm. and and nipples. I'm just kidding. No, I don't. Oh my god, I don't. Oh no, you can. No, for me, like, don't touch my nipple. You don't have to. What do you mean, don't touch it? I mean, you don't have to. That's just not a thing you have to touch with me. I you feel like you have to for me. Uh, oh, you love it. Go I ahead. You can see them, maybe. I mean, honey, I know you probably do because tops love their nipples played with. Like, yeah, exactly. Kind of tops. You're yeah. kind of top. You're kind. But, like, verse people, we have... Also, I just feel like I have titties. Like, what are there for? You don't get your butthole stimulated, so that's why you settle for nipple play. It's really fun. Have you ever had your butthole play with? I think we do a sensitive eyes too. What is... What? Pink eye. That one time you had pink eye? So, Colleen Ballinger's team told her not to do it. Do you believe that or not? Um, I don't care. I don't, I don't think that's, that's... I don't think that's something I'm focusing on. I think what I'm focusing on is... How delusional she is, and how like she's self righteous. Like the way is. you are behind your sunglasses, she is, she's she's self righteous. She's self righteous. I can. I've definitely held myself accountable 
several times. I definitely feel like when I've done my wrongs, I'm like, you know, I take a step back. I'm like, you're right. I, I should have never done that. And I always like own my shit. She didn't show those signs of owning shit. And then when there's proof in the pudding, when people say they have felt something, I fully am a, I can be an asshole. I will say like, if I don't feel like I hurt someone's feelings, I will not apologize. However, I always acknowledge like, I, your feelings are valid. Like you can feel that. But like, I also have my feelings. And if, what your feelings are not adding up with my feelings, then we can just validate each other's feelings, but I'm not going to apologize. Um, you know, Trisha Paytas came out and said that. that. Was, that's disgusting. That's yeah. disgusting. She said that she was sharing nude photos with her with people, underage people, possibly fans. Yeah. Um, I, it, you know. I mean, do you, do you feel like this is replicated in nightlife scenes here, being a nightlife girl? Because this is, it all like, are all our parts of the same fabric, like entertainment. And like I mean, being judgmental of other people's looks. It's definitely like super sketchy when you go into any kind of entertainment. I don't know why. Why that's the nature. Um, you know, it's actually so sketchy that it, you know, caused the idol featuring the weekend and Lily Rose Depp to be canceled early. Yeah, I saw that. But what what, what does that do with anything? It's not entertainment. It's about the the dirtiness of you know the industry being exploited and how deep and dark it can go. But for some reason, you know, that's just part of it. People do feel like they can share a lot with anyone. I mean, even James Charles. I mean, y'all uncanceled him, but, you know, he still was talking to minors. He was still engaging with negativity, iconic, you know, makeup drama. It's just part of it. I feel like you can't be in the scene without having drama. Um, Unless you're me. Unless you're me. Because you're so nice and so happy and, and lovely. But actually, no. The reason I don't have any dramas because I don't, you know, Nunu Paris, the character doesn't technically have, like, opinions and stuff. Um, She's a trophy. That's, like, the point. You are, you know, you're you're just, like, you know, all-American girl. And is that, is that negative? Uh, it's definitely opposite to your kind of more charismatic approach. That's life. what we're putting it. Yeah. Um, I would just say you're not confrontational, and I'm very confrontational. In certain ways. And I'm like a Barbie, and you're like a... No, you... But I feel like you would relate to Colleen. I mean, there is... I feel like there you, is would, a, fight, there, you there, would fight behind the scenes, like she would, for sure. And she would use people's intelligence against them, for sure. I mean, I, that, that, I mean that's confrontational, then, wouldn't it be? No, it's not. It's the complete. It's, you have patted yourself after all the divas and all the girls, and I will definitely say there's a thing where you you are like, like a Mariah. Like I don't know. You're behind this. You are. I feel like you you're behind the scenes fighter. You're strategic. I feel like I'm emotional. You're strategic. She's strategic. That whole thing was a strategic move. She thought that was gonna be lighthearted. She thought that, that she was gonna be cute and she was gonna be funny and sassy. Because that's the other thing. She felt empowered to be sassy and mean. Back. I mean, it was it was very cringy and embarrassing and pathetic. But, like, because it was so much of that, it kind of got went back to, like, an iconic. Like, it's pretty iconic. It is still iconic. I mean, it's iconic. It's pretty it's iconic. Like, but, like, but like, we hate her. Like, I hate her. I've always Because she, her. like, posted, like, the tab, like, the chorus, the playlist, like, song that she did. And she song had choruses. Like, that part is so camp to me. Like, it's just so, like, if I'm, yeah. Like, I think the comment I saw, like, it's, like, it's. <laughs> if Jeffree Star apologized but her husband was also production. talking to 15 year olds I'm telling you that's something or had an ex-husband and now they're both separated for obvious reasons but how like, old is this woman I would never I have a family I, I, or not families but like we have bitch we, I'm a mother no we, drama we have 
people that follow us that look that uh, like aspire that like show their like validation or they like you know they really do support us in an earnest way and I would never feel empowered to t- take advantage of that but also I would never if I knew that I had kids as a following I would probably have to like a number one question what the fuck am I putting out that's like kid friendly because I've, I've never get put it out kid I'm not a kid friendly person you and, know, obviously I'm more kid-friendly. Yeah, you are, but like, but it's also different because you also are used to being a counselor. I don't work with kids. I don't have any kids' family. You know, I, She's also that, I feel like, to me it's Right, weird. when people and who also, have a kid following don't have experience with kids, I do think it becomes concerning. I feel like if you're going to have a child following, then you either have to be a child or you need to have, you know, be someone who understands it, who has worked in the field. You know, Mr. Rogers asks, like, someone who, like, you know, is... And you're Can probably getting the young babies that want to up and I'll do that. But like I said, I, as a man especially, her husband was like giving his number out to 16-year-old, 15-year-old boys. I would never do that. Like that's the weirdest thing you could ever do as an adult man to me. No, just an adult in, in, in general. As I think, adult, I think general. there's boundaries. Yes. Like for me personally, you but know. Like, Jesus Christ. Obviously, like I've had people interact with different videos, kids of different ages and stuff on TikTok, and you know it's not kids who are like necessarily queer. I just think, I think the makeup that gets attractive is you know all the fun stuff I do, more colorful, more brrrra. Um And I, I think it's about boundaries. Like I personally, like okay, like I have a digital drag daughter. It's a secret, y'all. I have a digital drag daughter. And what that means is there's a digital drag era. You know, a person came to me and said, you know, I really want you to be my drag mother. Would you be willing to do this? When does that And I... Callie? No. Callie is your drag daughter? Can I talk about my drag daughter and my family? Can I talk about it for a little bit? (laughs) Can I talk about it? Can I talk about my experience to the people? Thank okay. you. So during the digital drag era, so this was during March 2020 to, you know, 2021, right? This is that era. Um, and at that time, you know, people who I was following different ages, right? People different levels of doing drag or whatever. But one asked to be my drag daughter and I accepted. This is a kid who was a Gemini, who had cute makeup skills. Um, but they were, this is two years ago. So they were 16 at the time. Okay. And so, again, you still have to be appropriate. I'm like, this is a child in high school. There should not be any messages to me that involve any inappropriate questions. It should just be, if they have a question, you can answer. It shouldn't be anything with cursing. It shouldn't be anything with sexual, like nothing, blah, blah, blah. Right? Um, And even now, like now it's been two years. This person has graduated high school because now they're 18. um, And they started their drag career, right? And And they're doing the things. And, you know, we still interact. But... It, you know, it's important to keep those boundaries because you can be like, I'm a drag daughter, I'm going to talk to this person all the time, but then what would it be? A grown person talking to a child for what reason? Mm-hmm. For what reason? Because mm-hmm. they're still a child. They need to have their own friends, mm-hmm. their own life, their own social thing. And and I think people don't understand what it means to be like a mentor versus like a friend. I think they mess up those those, those mm-hmm. boundaries. Like, you can just like not talk to them. Was this a student? No, this person um, reached out to me. Again, it's a digital drag era. This person lives in Michigan. This is a, a young Gemini. Uh, you know what? You don't ask too much about my life, so you may not. But, you know, <laughs> so I, but shout out to my drag daughter, Oliver Tattoo. I'm just so proud of everything they're doing. I'm so proud of <laughs> um, 
them getting out there performing, looking caught, and you know, really doing it the Gemini Paris way. I need to see a picture. You've never told me this is a lie, y'all. It's not a lie. I have a drag daughter. You did not tell me this. Oh my god! Wait, I have a drag daughter. <laughs> and I have it for years before. Are you bitches? <laughs> what is? I want to just see what this drag daughter looks like. Oh my god! You knew hiding a drag daughter, a six-year-old drag daughter, though. No shame. Huh? You hiding a drag daughter? I I did hide. I did hide. I had to hide the world from my kid. <laughs> I had the kid from my world. I had the world from my kid. Nothing inappropriate. <laughs> it's very easy to do that. And, and again, I, I say that before because I was a teacher. And then, you know, when I stopped being a teacher, I had kids who, you know, they were add the teacher to socials. Mm-hmm. And the same thing. I would still have kids try to talk to me on Snapchat. But it was very, I can ask you advice, you know. It, it can't mm-hmm. get to, you know, even even if we're grown, even if there's been... How many years have I been a teacher? I just feel mm-hmm. like there's a level yes. that I would I, I would maintain mm-hmm. because I think that's what's appropriate. Mm-hmm. And for Colleen, just to do whatever, whatever. And there's so many videos, girls feeling you know exploited out there, her doing things in public. I mean, she just didn't care. She's not really attached, and you know she really should be canceled. I don't. Really, I mean, I don't really think she existed anymore anyway. So I, mean, was, I knew she was out there. So. It was weird that she came back. I feel like I haven't heard of her since 2014. So I was like, oh okay, like work diva. Get your, get your moment back. Um, but That's probably such a dark era of social media when she was like famous, famous. Yeah, because no one was tracking it. That's what's, that's what's worse about it. I mean, but, you know, like we said before on the podcast, no one was tracking us. I mean, you didn't have a sordid social media pass like some of us did in middle school and high school. You mean? I mean, like I said, you weren't out here catfishing and talking to older men and Doing, um, doing, doing things you should have been like we, you know, like the memes say, right, millennials, that you know things we should have been doing, grown, having all these accounts. I was definitely catfishing some boys in like Illinois at one point, or like during this, like the thing. But that was like back in the AOL days. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, we're older, so this was not. This is Yahoo Messenger, y'all. This is you know not Instagram or nothing. So MySpace, right? This is a different era. Um, but you know, we all did things. But. This is not illegal things, and that's what's important. Wait, you did what? <laughs> this is a confession episode of all the sins and the skeletons that we have in the closet. So we don't I feel like the catfishing like helped me become a better person. Um, it taught you what a man wants. No, I really learned about human beings. I learned mm-hmm. about. I learned about what pushes people. <laughs> I learned about how. Desperate. I'm gonna say desperate. We all really are for like love and intention, and mm-hmm. you know, from somewhere, from somewhere, and acceptance. It, it just, it just really enlightened me about humans. I feel like I was a kinder person after. You took, you took care of them. <laughs> you no, know, you know, it just because none of my accounts lasted that long. Like I felt like every few months I changed a person. So you know, it was just learning different people, different things. I learned about myself too. I a lot, a lot. I learned that I can be. Terrible. Was your name ever New New Paris back in the day? No. Oh my God. No. What was your name? Cameron. That goes both ways. No. No. Um. Oh my God. I'm trying to think of when the girl ones, when the boy ones. One. Oh, one boy. I remember his initials were CD, like my teddy bear. <laughs> Build a bear. Yeah, I, I got one from the CD. No, no, no. Um, his name was Carlin Dane. I remember 
Not Carlos. I thought it was Carlin. Okay. I like ginger. You like weird names. Yeah. And then there was a girl, and she was black and Italian. Her name was Black Italian? Yeah. Her name was Black Italian? No, no. Her name was um, what? Karina Giorgio. Karina Giorgio. <laughs> and drag names. For us wrong, Karina Giorgio says. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? A Black Italian stuffed animal. No, the girl was created Giorgio, and I think I was really inspired. I don't know if y'all y'all remember if you're old head like me. You know, Beyonce did that Giorgio Armani diamonds commercial Mm -hmm. in the early 2000s. That was your only reference for Italian shit. And then I don't know where Karina came from. Oh, they also wrote a C. I remember that (laughs) no, but (laughs) you walked so the Kardashians could run. No, there was another one, Ladon. Okay, yeah, it's LaDon Paris. No, it, but... Sean Don? LaDon. Was she black, probably? Everyone can say. I don't know. LaDon? I can't remember the white like girl. D-A-W-N? Or L-I-D-D-A-N-E. Apostrophe. No. Okay. LaDon's the white woman name. LaDonna. No, LaDon. There's a one a white woman I met named LaDon, and I loved it. So okay. I wanted to honor her by catfishing. She asked him? <laughs> no, I don't know where she Wait, is. you were a 15-year-old LaDon? A fifteen-year-old. I was always an older person. I was because I, I I was a, a grown person. Oh. I was catfishing. So you're a twenty-five-year-old adult. Yeah, exactly. Who believed you? Who <laughs> believed you? You know, enough people. Enough people. <laughs> this is what happens when you're a drag. I've convinced every drag queen catfish at one point. I think it's a part of becoming who you. Are. <laughs> I mean, like again, the- like. Nowadays, it's such a different context because, you know, we were so limited in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, <laughs> what was the show? To Catch a Predator. I'm not laughing at that, but like, we're <laughs> but you remember like, at our time, that was it. Like, you could only be, a, what you could only be adopted if you went on like a specific chat room. And like, I, I don't know. I'm sure bad things happen, but those were the only things that like were publicized. Like, you went into some CD chat room and then talk to some guy, and they would come to your house. But, like, there was never any other publicized. Uh, then the next big thing was, like, Craigslist. Like, you jumped. It went from, like... Oh, Craigslist was an era. And so we, like, skipped that in our catfish part. That's why it's was funny to me. Um, yeah, I think it's part of having a persona. I think I had a lot of personas, because, obviously, right? And then... I think it's insecurity, right? You obviously want to be, like, loved. But for me, it was, like, how to test my personality... Mm-hmm. Out and what to do so I can be prepared when it happens, I guess. Yeah, or just experience what everyone else is feeling. Because I did it in high school. I did it. In, I started when I got my laptop, which was when I was 12. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was, Where were you getting these conversations from with adult men? Who's this I, adult so man? I never did adult men. I mean, <laughs> I never was trying to get someone fired, let's be clear. No, I mean, it wasn't pictures of me, so no one was trying to get fired. It wasn't like. I'm a child sharing myself. It was... You made up pictures. Yeah, you just found pictures. You know, they used to have those sites where they're like, you could like get a picture of a girl doing... Whose titties did you send? (laughs) So, back in our day, y'all, this is such a history lesson. Do you remember this on MySpace? Like, people people would take a picture of some kind of piece of paper to like prove they were real. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
And so then, y'all, there were sites dedicated to having random porn actresses hold up a blank sign and you could just write in and then people would believe that you're real. And it's, again, a lot of skills. Photoshopping, manipulation, a lot of things. <laughs> I feel like I gained from this. I feel like I got a lot from this. Sherry Pie! Uh, <laughs> Sherry Pie! <laughs> there will be no motherfucking Canva without what we did what we did back then. Okay, we walked. We really walked with the girls. Um, and, you know, just, 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 just those kind of things. Um, I used... So I would never use myself. I mean, I, I but I don't do that now. Like, I, I don't take. I mean, that. I would never use myself too. I, I, I think I used one of the, the MySpace girls, that MySpace email girl. I used her. She was famous for a lot of people, apparently, but not for the people that I knew. Um. Yeah, I didn't do anything obvious. Like I went to like deep dives into Google Images to like very obscure kind of people that couldn't. Granted, they did, I, and I learned because one time someone caught me. They're like, "Why well, I just found this picture of your internet?" I was like, "Oh, delete, bro." <laughs> I was like, damn, that was a boy. Because the boy was, I did this on like some white Abercrombie model. I wasn't trying that hard. Oh, you were a boy too? You were boys? I would do everything because I'm, every, I'm everything. You turned this into a sim game. I did. It was, that's also what I viewed it. I viewed it as like a so sim. Diabolically. Yes. When you're only child with a laptop, you really have nothing to do with yourself but to play sims in real life with people. <laughs> The sociopath, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. I, never, I was always a That's girl. where all the manipulation came from. I'm just used to just mm-hmm. toying with people, y'all. <laughs> Any, we, took, we, took a, we took a turn of this episode. <laughs> uh, this is not going to make it to the podcast. <laughs> we do. It was such a detailed thing. I feel like people have wanted to hear us so long, and now you got to come back and hear us talk about, um, about all taking, the illegal things we do. Uh, taking advantage of people and manipulating people. But I can't, I can't end this episode. We're never going to end the episode, but uh, without talking about what we did in June. So in June, y'all, because it was Pride season, we did so much. Um, shout out to Capital Pride for allowing us to be a part of the experience. Me, Idina Menzel. Mm. Um, people mm. still ask me about that. People were obsessed that we met Idina Menzel. Oh, well, she's an icon. And we definitely earned that check. <laughs> I would say that influencing is a fun world, y'all. And it is um, a lot of... no regulations. Of, there's not a... Girl, not let a, me tell you. A, it is the wild get. west sometimes. But is, uh, it is a fun life. It's a fun, beautiful, crazy life, right? Um, how does it feel to be the funnest people at Pride this year? Also, <laughs> I don't want to be that girl, but I feel like I had so much fun. I want to say the Capital Pride Festival, I mean, y'all saw all the videos of me just out in the crowd and bouncing around. That one blonde person who was on the every screen, it was just out there. I just had fun. People weren't having fun enough. Um, what I've learned is, and I do not want to sound elitist or anything, y'all. What I've learned is that, VI- that VIP is not, you know, all what it's cracked up to be. That's what I'm learning. Sometimes you need to step more. Than Sometimes that. you need more than VIP to Sometimes really you enjoy need, yourself. You need a private jet. You don't need that. You don't need a. You need for I need a PJ. You feel me? I can't. I can't land in airport. Y'all be landing in. Yeah, I was okay with leaving VIP. Though. Yeah, I, I, I've learned that go beyond VIP. Okay, there's more beyond it. Keep stretching. Um. <laughs> and but I really had fun. Like I got to see a lot of artists that we worked with. We got to interview people. We got to really just be amongst. Um, the crowd and the thing about pride is is that the energy is different people are just really just happy to be there they want to express themselves they want to take pictures of you you know you get not uh, objectified but I mean, you, you have several meeting reads 
Yeah, all the meet and greets. Everyone right? was like, "Can I take a picture with you?" Um, but I love it. It's fun. It's also just fun because people are having good energy. Um, we also had a Pride um, Disney party hosted, co-hosted with Blonde in the District costume contest. I laugh because I know, this is another <laughs> this is another event that we do blacked out at. Okay, so. I- <laughs> <laughs> Let I, me tell this story. Actually. No, Let me talk because I'm the victim in this story. I don't drink. Because, <laughs> yo, not all the events have been popping like, like that. Listen, we threw a Disney party at Citizen. Thank you for Citizen for um, providing We do a successful event. It was it was a successful in vibes. The vibes were immaculate. Everyone that the came, pictures were beautiful. Everyone, the people that came had a fun time. We had a fun time. I had and a fun Nunu time. had a great time. Uh, picture it, Sicily. <laughs> Um, we have we're at the Citizen Ever top. The capacity is 150 people. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, and to a room of not 150 people, and, and we were supposed to be doing a costume contest. Uh, where imagine a room of not 150 people, but one person was in costume. <laughs> Two people, three people, maybe. <laughs> one person was in costume. Everyone else pretended to be in costume to make Nudu feel better. And so imagine. Looking at a crowded audience and being bold enough to be like, "Who's ready for a costume contest?" Yeah, <laughs> and then inviting Nunu, and then Nunu was so gracious to ask Blonde the District <laughs> onto stage, to where Blonde the District looked around the room and said, "Sure, let's go, let's see this." <laughs> <laughs> to judge, to judge. <laughs> <coughs> Um, and again, that was my favorite part. Shout out King Molasses again mm-hmm. for, for being also being part of the costume contest. <laughs> <laughs> now that that was a learning experience for me because, as you all know, I don't drink during uh, prior to the event. So I definitely drink, you know, usually after the performances, mm-hmm. but I usually don't drink prior to because I want to be in my right mind. Something about. Do you? <laughs> That statement doesn't check. That statement doesn't qualify. Something about that day. I don't know what it was, but I had like I, I had about five margaritas before you know we really started things going, and you know I still have scars on my legs from just jumping into splits and in in throwing my body in like rhinestone bodysuits. I didn't know they would hurt your legs if you do your body in body in rhinestones, but I know now. And I still have. Um, Actually, I still don't have $85 in my bank <laughs> for the shots uh, to pay for the costume contest wieners. Because we couldn't choose just one because, you know, if they were bold enough <laughs> to walk across the stage in a jumper from Charlotte Russe and call it a costume. So I, I could buy her a drink. We, we were all supposed to get one drink per performer. And then we have three drinks per performer. <laughs> no, you gave away all my tickets. I didn't buy those drinks. Um, I, I and then between the brunches, the birthday parties we went to, Blonde and Dish's birthday party at the mission and Navy Yards. Both all the missions are great, DuPont and Navy Yards, but it, it was really just a season of events. It really mm. felt like we're in Bridgerton, the season, right? Mm. There's a ton. Um and I went trade it for the world. I really wouldn't and I went trade you doing it with me for oh, the world. That's sweet. We did everything together. We all we were together like all the time. I know. Every weekend, on the phone, multiple times a day, every, multiple days a week. Um, and now we're, to keep still doing it, but um, we're grateful for the support. We're grateful for 
the ability able to do all this like this is fun this is amazing people who look like us usually don't get these opportunities and moments so that's a fact that's true so if you want to keep supporting the opportunities and moments make sure you just see Nunu Paris this Friday at JR's Bar and Grill it's in DuPont Mm -hmm. and I'll be at a lip sync ballad extravaganza it's called a park and bark so it's a lip sync competition a free show you can come see me possibly win against other artists in our community um this is ballad so think of you know drama whitney houston celine dion icons icons i've had months to prepare these songs and i started preparing now and we're gonna we're gonna work we're gonna win mm-hmm. we're taking this to the white house we're gonna mm-hmm. win we're taking to this pl- uh, uh, the bravo playhouse and um of course, you can also support my win of the DC Drag Awards on June 9th, July 9th. Uh, two days later, you can come to Hotel Zena and see me possibly win an award as, as well. Uh, thank you all for voting, um, and thank you all for believing thank in you. me. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I did vote. Thank you. Yeah, did vote. Uh, but more importantly, leak and buy your photos tickets July 15th, July 29th. That is when me and Rafi get our gig. We be in the thing having fun. We want to see you. We want to have... Just another great time with good food and good drinks. This time I'm going to eat. How about everyone stop buying me shots buy and buy me, just give me some nacho and queso. That's all I need, y'all. And I'm a, I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, what, what else do you want to say at season seven? Um, this is a, <laughs> it's been a lovely time catching up with everyone. Of course, you can always follow us on Wait Don't Do It podcast and IG for more information on all these events. And if you also want to support New New Paris, you can also go to New New Paris, y'all, at New New Paris, y'all. y'all yes, if I, you could get me to two thousand, I would feel really special. Um, I'm only a, a follower away. You're close. You've been sitting on the same phone for a while now. What are we gonna do? See you. Ha 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 ha